Welcome to Kirti Kundalini Podcast, where we discuss spiritual insights, tips, and tools for exalted living. Now, let me just preface by saying that I am not a doctor, nor am I qualified really in any way to be giving you advice, medical or otherwise, but I'm here to share a candid discussion about my own journey through trauma recovery and emotional energetic healing. On this podcast, I'll be sharing with you an ideological perspective guided by my own interpreted inspirations. What is she talking about? Tune in, you'll find out. These inspirations have and continue to give me relief from suffering and the tools to live a life I love. My name is Leah Gibson. Welcome. All right, guys, welcome back to Cutie Kundalini Podcast. This is episode 4.2, the second counterpart to what we started with. Thanks so much for coming back. So look, I know that I talked at you so much. Oh my God, I talked at you so much in the first part of this episode. As I mentioned, I am just so incredibly passionate about this topic of attachment and the way that we interrelate energetically with others. And there was a lot of detailed information that came through for me. So welcome back to the second counterpart. I'm going to look, I'm going to recap for you in Cole's notes as briefly as I can what I talked at you in the first part of this episode. And then I'm going to go a little bit more into detail about my vulnerable firsthand experience with the topic. And I really like sharing this stuff with you because, you know, I don't know about you, but I respond to somebody that has walked through the fire, so to speak. I believe somebody that's walked through the fire and has lived to tell about it and talk about it and boy, have I walked through this fire? Yes, I have. So I'm going to share with you a little bit more about my personal experiences. And then yes, I am going to lead you through a set of exercises that I rely on, man. Like they have really, I'm, I'm not going to undersell it. They have, these have changed my life. These have changed my life. Look, maybe they're not going to change your life. I don't know. Maybe they will. But the most important note that I want to hit before I actually step into the recap is, you know, it's, it's my relationship to all of the topics of these podcast episodes is that we are so much more than meets the eye. We are energetic beings. And the more that we start to keep this in mind in the way that we function day to day, the more that we can reflect on these concepts of how we are behaving, engaging, interacting, expressing energetically, this is the truth of who and what we are, the more we we will know our best life. Okay, I'm going to stop. I could keep going. Look, welcome back. I'm going to jump into the recap. Love you. Thanks for being here. All right. Okay. Okay. My friends, let's jump into the recap. So here's what we talked about in the first portion of this podcast episode. I profiled for you my understanding of a topic that I call attachment sickness. Now attachment sickness is a reference to the discomfort 
that we feel when we're relating with other. Most often, this other is specifically a romantic person that we are energetically seeking to source our energy from. This is, of course, subconsciously, who either pulls away, withdraws their focus and attention from us, or perhaps the terms of the relationship shift, or most importantly, the dynamic of this relationship shifts so that what is being delivered through the pipelines of connection between the two is something that is not love. Now, these are part of the foundational idea of the experience of what I term attachment sickness. Attachment sickness feels like an emotional flu in the physical system. It's very important to recognize that when we're feeling this sort of distress in the physical system related to another, it's important to recognize what's happening in our physical system. So what's happening in our physical system is that our sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight activation within our physical form that becomes activated when our ego recognizes a survival threat becomes activated. So what that means is that our heart rate quickens, our stress hormones fire, our breathing can become more shallow, and we can find ourselves affected feeling nervous feeling distracted, and feeling not well. And sometimes we can find ourselves so caught up in the narrative of this other person potentially, we become so preoccupied with the story of what may or may not be happening that we forget the importance of recognizing what is happening for ourselves in our physical system. So that's part of my devotion to this topic of attachment sickness as I've come to term it. It's in recognizing the physical symptoms, the sensations for ourselves in our bodies and taking steps to restore ourselves. And in offering to that, I've gone into detail with the visual metaphors that my higher energetic guides have explained to me on this topic. We can find ourselves living in seemingly quote-unquote romantic idealization of the one that got away, for instance. We can find ourselves preoccupied with living in experience of connection to someone from our past. They may not currently be a part of our daily lives, and yet we can still find ourselves in that state of longing for our focus and attention is distracted on the idea of this individual. Or perhaps we find ourselves in relationship with somebody who is either withdrawing their focus and attention and emotional availability, which is essentially offering our experience of feeling connected to, they withdraw that. That's a soul need. Or perhaps we are engaged in a form of toxic relating where we project our emotional well-being against the other person. All of these things I've just mentioned can be a part of our experience of attachment sickness. Anytime we find ourselves engaging in these ideas of longing for someone, the one that got away, etc., I gently invite you to consider the fact that this person is not special. No one is special. Special being unique and your experience of this person may feel so extreme. And with great compassion, 
I invite you to consider the fact that the availability of deep connection to another is constant and ubiquitous around you. It is everywhere. And the discomfort and the potential pain which you may be experiencing are in fact related to the ectoplasmic bonding of our energetic selves. Now this is where I go deeper in the recap. I shared with you earlier how the guides have taught me about our true nature in a soul level, that our energetic nature is shown to me in a signature frequency vibration, that each of us energetically are the extension of pure source consciousness. Yes, it is the fabric unseen of all things. And yet in our soul composition, we are a particular genetic code frequency vibration. I shared with you that the guides show me each of us are a particular precise hue, a color, and the fabric of our soul being is a genetic code comprised of all of the energy of that which we have ever been and ever expressed in many lifetimes in this current incarnation. This is the idea I want to share with you is that our energetic beings are so much more than just the physical eye meets. And the signature frequency vibration is a compilation of all of the choices you have ever made in all incarnations. As it enters your current physical form, extending as pure source consciousness in this signature frequency vibration, it is the constant current of the continuous self, which fills your current physical form in this embodiment. Now being housed temporarily in this physical body, there are various ways in which it is bonded and connects to the physical form in a degradation of density systems. I shared with you specifically the idea of the plasma body. The plasma body is one of the degrees on the gradation system in which our non-physical form, the signature frequency vibration, attaches to the denser form of our physical nature. Now the plasma body, though it is unseen to the naked eye, operates as a vehicular carrier. It acts as a bonding agent. It is an element with which the soul frequency bonds to the human body and it acts as a bonding agent between our signature frequency in the physical form and others. I spoke about the idea of trauma Trauma being very simply, from a neutral perspective, any potentially disruptive environmental experiences that we may have had in our physical form that were energetically disruptive. In particular, that we were not able to shake off, process, integrate, let go of in the moment. And these experiences somehow have embedded within our understanding of the environment around us a belief of our own separation from source consciousness. I know this is saying a lot to you, and I will certainly expand on this topic much more in the future. But with regards to the topic of attachment, it's important to recognize, as the guides are showing me, that these potentially disruptive experiences with environmental circumstances that we are not able to shake off in the moment, they leave an energetic impression in our system. They plant a belief somehow 
in our understanding of the world around us that we are somehow separate from source. They're showing me this imprint in the physical system, in the energetic system, to radiate a particular shade, a particular color, representative of a lower frequency than our signature frequency vibration. These imprints, these impacts in our system, they're showing me serve as bonding sites of ectoplasmic cording to others, potentially in bonding to others through the shared magnetism of our trauma. This is the hippie way of talking about trauma bonding. As we bond to other through ectoplasmic cording, if the two individuals are not sourcing their vitality from source with a capital S, from an understanding of their divine nature, if they're not creating their life through the experience of inspiration, inspiration being in spirit, receiving higher guidance, right action with a capital R-A, in authentic self-expression, guided by the constant current of the continuous self, living in expansion, living in service to the highest good. If individuals are instead bonding to one another, seeking attention and focus and energy from the other, this is a form of trauma bonding that is based on the imprints, the impacts of past trauma. And herein represents our karmic lessons in bonding and loving other. I explained previously that there are two forms of great discomfort that can be felt in this type of bonding to other. The one of which is being one of the, one of the individuals pulls away. Again, this is based on the idea of two people sourcing energy from one another as opposed to from their conscious connection to their own divinity when they are sourcing energy from one another and the other pulls away, there will be experienced a starvation of love. The key word is experienced and the source wound of the individual, which is being, so to speak, starved of, will inflame. And the initial imprint of trauma, which laid the belief of a disconnection from source, will flare. And doing the work is that this is an opportunity, of course, to surface the belief, break it open, expand beyond, and heal the karmic lesson. Easier said than done, perhaps. That's why I'm here. <laughs> the second type of attachment sickness that can be experienced is when one of the two individuals becomes upset and funnels through the pathways of connection, through these ectoplasmic bonding, negative energy, projections of pain. So these are the two types of attachment sickness that can be experienced. And I will tell you, most painfully is it to experience the both of these at once. Without really going into too many details about it, I'll just say I've definitely had my share of experiences in toxic relating to others romantically. One particular period of my life lasted for over a couple of years, and I found myself repeatedly and without relief in varying degrees of multidimensional trauma because of the energetic interplay between the two of us. I have to very candidly and honestly share the fact that I 
I'm very much a half of the dynamic that was at work, absolutely. And my greatest growth in recovering from all of that experience has been in recognizing and accepting and even celebrating the fact that I had been consenting to patterns of relating in very particular ways that were not only causing myself harm, but causing the other harm. And most especially, completely interfering with my sole expression of contributing to the highest good in any manner that was useful to anyone at all, not the least of which myself. My recovery and healing and relief from that particular dynamic of relating the terms of that relationship were completely dependent upon some of the techniques I'm about to share with you for discording. Very, very, very prominently aware was I of the fact that it wasn't until months after I had intended and carried through with the actions of shifting the terms of that relationship was I actually free of being plasmically bonded to the individual on the other end, on the receiving end of energetic transmissions, which were far less than pleasurable, let me tell you. And through the process of discording and deactivating the plasmic bonding between us, I was able to instantly release myself to be my full person again and perceive the other individual as simply another human walking the planet. And let me tell you, for over a couple of years, this individual was so bonded to me. I was so bonded to this individual. I couldn't imagine survival without them. And yet I had never been in so much pain in my life and didn't actually know how I would live another day after day in that state. That being said, let me share with you the ideas of relief that literally saved my life. All right, so let's jump into these relief techniques. Now, before I do, I just want to take a second and clarify some of the reasons why it might be appropriate for us to engage in detaching, discording. Ultimately, there are two reasons why we might want to do this. The first of which being, of course, that the energetic quality of the interrelating between two people may have shifted to be less than positive. We might call this toxic relating. So with any experience of deep discomfort, I would highly recommend considering a disengagement in the plasmic cording between one another. I do want to point out that to disengage, to deactivate, to discord, to detach from another. This is not dangerous to do. It's not bad to do. There are no karmic consequences to doing this. And to reactivate and record on better terms, on more consciously aligned terms that are healthy, this can be performed at any time. And so if you happen to find yourself in an uncomfortable situation with a loved one where the pathways of connection have shifted to an energetic quality that is not feeling good, I invite you to consider engaging in deactivating, discording, detaching. And the second reason why we might want to consider this is simply in an effort to neutralize our projections that may be being cast upon the other. I personally find this practice to be a very healthy one, especially if I'm newly engaging with perhaps a romantic interest. 
and there is an energetic courting and a bonding done early on. I find it to be very healthy to practice in discording, detaching at a certain point, which allows me the opportunity to be able to neutralize my perspective of the individual and ultimately see them as they really are. This is what we seek to do. We seek to see and experience, witness, and understand another with true compassion, neutrally, through the neutral mind, through the neutral perspective, as they really truly are, not as we might wish for them to be. And so those are the two reasons why we might consider engaging in detachment discording. Now, the manner in which this process is done is very precise. It's an energetic procedure that is done through meditation. And that may sound too easy or too light, but I invite you to consider the fact that ultimately, as everything I speak about on this podcast is themed about the fact that we are truly energetic beings. We are always at all times interrelating with our environment and with others energetically. We are always at all times communicating energetically with our surroundings and with others. And so when we really truly mean it, when we really truly intend to perform an energetic procedure, it is done truly. And that is the amount of passion and intention and gumption that I invite you to start practicing with. So I'm going to guide you through this energetic procedure today in working with the Akashic records. And before we begin this process, there's one more idea that I want to touch on. And that is that if, if you're performing this procedure with the intention of discording from an individual with which there has been a quality of toxic relating, so you really would like to release yourself. Perhaps it is an individual from your past. Perhaps it is a relationship that has already shifted in terms, but you remain feeling like you are still being held on to or holding on to someone from your past, perhaps. I will just touch upon the idea that after performing this energetic procedure today, first of all, I recommend performing it a few days in a row. I find three days in a row performing this procedure with full intention really, really, really does the job. And in support of that, there are three ways in which we can remain discorded. Three ways. Three ways that we can remain discorded from someone from the past. Number one is through energetic starvation. <laughs> energetic starvation, meaning we want to completely just clean up all of our energetic ties in our environment to this individual. Keeping in mind truly that when we deliver our focus and attention in direction of this individual, we are essentially reactivating the cord. We're reactivating our bonded connection. And so with the full commitment to wanting to discord and detach, from this person from the past, we've got to engage in energetic starvation, which means really disciplining ourselves, clearing up our environment of the remnants of this relationship. The second manner in which we can really support ourselves in remaining disbonded, detached from this individual is through living in high frequency. Now this can be done in various ways, so many ways. I will actually devote one entire podcast episode to high frequency living 
it just means living in high feeling good feels <laughs> as high as possible as healthy as possible as joyful as possible nature animals loved ones laughter pure joy non-transactional relating with others the things that really open the fourth chakra the heart i find workouts to be a wonderful way of spiking my frequency cleansing the system really loving healthy wholesome meals all of the wonderful things of pristine self-care. We want to think high frequency. And what this does is essentially shift the pH system, as a metaphor, of course, shift the pH level of our entire organism so that we are no longer bondable for lower frequency, right? And this is, of course, keeping in mind the fact that perhaps we had been attached to someone from the past that was not feeling good, right? When we vibrate at a higher frequency, we become a pH level metaphorically that is unmatchable to lower levels. So these lower levels can just pass by us instead of bonding to us because we no longer match to them. That's the idea. And the third manner in which we can truly, truly, truly support our energetic evolution and really hack the process of repeating karmic lessons is to alter our belief systems. This is performing the work, right? By surfacing, by targeting, by really clearly understanding the initial imprint, the impact in our organism that was serving as the attachment site that bonded us to this painful interrelating. We want to really target that belief system within ourselves, surface it, examine it neutrally, and select a healthier higher vibration belief that is more in alignment and supportive of our authentic self-expression. Okay, so let's perform the procedure. We're going to do this by entering the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records being the energetic library of you, representing the energetic history of all that your soul has ever been. Every thought, every action, every experience. So if you're busy at this time and listening to this episode, perhaps you can pause now and engage when you're not driving or when you're not doing something which requires half of your attention. This is to be done in stillness. Close your eyes and sit with a tall spine, arriving fully in the moment. Dropping into your stillness with your eyes closed. I want you to witness clouds white fluffy clouds all around you and before you is a massive dark blue door dark blue door it's so big it's so high and etched across the front of this door in great big gold lettering reads the Akashic Records for your name, your first and last name. And as you stand before this great big door, you say to yourself, I would like to enter the Akashic Records for and speak out loud your name. In service of the highest good, 
I now enter the Akashic Records for your name. The door opens and you say out loud, the Akashic Records for your name are now open and you step through the door. Take a deep breath in. Breathe in the stillness, breathe in the energy. And now you're going to call before you the person with which you are currently courted with and would like to discord. Call them before you. They're standing in front of you. Just see them as they are. And as you stand before one another, you look down and you witness these bonds of attachment, these cords between the two of you. There may be more than one. It may be connecting from your heart to the other's heart. Some place on your torso, some place on your chest, witness them. And now with your full focus and attention, say out loud, I now draw back all of my energy from the name of this person. And feel yourself breathing back all of your energy. Repeat that three times. I now draw back all of my energy from the name of this person and breathe in your energy back. Watch it drain back through the cords, do you? And then finally look down at these cords. And in your right hand, you now have a great big long sword that is shimmering silver light. Pick it up, hold it out in your right hand and say with great love, I release these cords of attachment too the individual's name and with one big swoop draw the silver sword down releasing the cords what is left attached to your body shimmers to silver and disappears breathe in and feel your vitality Look at the other person as they stand now separate from you and say to them, thank you. With great love, you may now go and watch them bow their heads in love to you 
and step out the door of your Akashic Records. To finish, I want you to imagine In the base of your torso, a glowing red light. This represents your primal self. Breathe deeply as this red light glows and spreads and opens and engulfs your lower torso. Feel its heat and warmth. Now imagine in the center of your chest an amber orb, a glowing Amber light, breathe in deeply as it expands. This represents your finite self, your personality self. Breathe in deeply, feel that warmth, all the energy of that which you are. And finally, just above your head, imagine a cauldron filled with shimmering silver white light floating above your head, the shimmering white light expands like liquid pouring over top of the cauldron, overflowing, pouring into the top of your crown. Feel it enter your head, pour down your neck. This is your higher self, this is your higher self. It pours down your shoulders, inside, around, merging with the amber light in your chest as it grows and meets and expands. The two together grow, merge, descend down your chest, your stomach to meet the bottom of your torso, the glowing red light, all three colors merge. Breathe it in as all three colors transform to a vibrant electric blue. Breathe in deeply as this bright electric blue purifies all of you. This deep purification of all that you are purifying, burning away all which does not serve you. Feel the energy clearing, 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 clearing. Breathe it in deeply. Burning away, releasing, alchemizing all which no longer serves you. Releasing, 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 vaporizing, purifying. And then blue dissipates to a cleansed, clarified you. Place one hand on your chest. Bow your head. Step towards the door outside of the door of the Akashic Records. Watch it close behind you. And with reverence say, I thank you to my higher self for leading me here. I thank you to the Akashic Records for your wisdom and healing. The records are now closed. The records are now closed. 
The records are now closed. All right, my darlings, my dear friends, that's it. Again, I invite you to engage in that guided meditation, that precise energetic activity three days in a row with full intent. And I promise you relief will be found. I love you. I am here for you. Please don't hesitate as always to reach out. Blessings. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Kirti Kundalini Podcast. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a moment, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to rate and comment on the material on Apple iTunes. This helps support my sole purpose of sharing these teachings into the world as Apple will promote my material based on this type of platform interaction. Additionally, I invite you to share this episode, share this podcast series on your social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, shout it from the rooftops, tell your friends in whatever way you feel called to do so. Again, it helps me to get these teachings, which are my sole purpose, out into the world. And I thank you from my heart. And as always, always, please don't hesitate to be in touch with me with your questions, queries, your thoughts and feelings. I am here for it. You can find me on my platform, kirtikundalini.com. You can sign up for the email list, which is a great way to keep in touch with me. And it's where I will also share all of the opportunities to work with me individually, if this calls to you in any way. Thank you so much for being here. Lots of love. I'll see you soon.